Zazo's Pizza in Westmont, and I've never actually been here before, and you guys haven't either, right? No, no absolutely yeah. not. And uh, did you get your pizza yet? No. I mean, like, did you order? Pizza? I didn't order anything. I'm not okay. very hungry, but need liquid dinner tonight. Yeah, so, exactly, exactly. What pizzas did you guys order? Barbecue chicken. Pizza margarita. <laughs> pizza margarita. <laughs> what kind of pizza did you order? Pizza. <laughs> Pizza margarita. I, you, I got margarita bad, too. Bad. Yeah, that's pretty classy. solid. I've never had classy a margarita pizza. pizza. This is it's the best. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty solid. Yeah. I like it. So, uh, tell us uh, what your names are and what your roles in the band are. Um, I'm Anthony. I play bass. I'm Danny, and I play drums. Uh, I'm Emmanuel, and I sing and play guitar. I'm Cam. I do uh, lead guitar and backing vocals. Oh. And how did you guys meet each other, and how did you decide to become a band? Man, that um, goes way back. Way yeah. back. Like, we were, we all went to school, we all went to, like, well, other than Kem, the three of us, we all went to grade school together. Um, okay. I think I've known Anthony longer than I've known anybody in my entire life, other than, like, my parents. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, what, we, kindergarten, I think? Preschool. Kim, preschool, kindergarten, might, yeah. Might even be. Because yeah. um, I know, yeah, me and Danny have known each other since, like, preschool, so. Cool. And we all just, like, had an interest in music, and kind of just, it just happened naturally, like, over time. And then we met Cam in college, and that just, just kind of meshed really well. Yeah. So, you guys were a band for, like, seven years before you ended the band, right? Yep. Yes, about, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. and this is like your first interview in five years, which is crazy. Yeah. You had your farewell show about four years ago in Chicago. Uh, so what led you to your decision to end the band? Man, to end the band, that's a heavy question. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah we're diving right in. Well, I think there's like a lot of things that kind of contributed to it. Um, part of it was just, we were at like a stage in all of our lives where you're graduating high school, you're in college now, and it's like, what are you gonna do? Right. Everybody got jobs, everyone got real busy. Roman got kind of busy, and uh, was outside of the band for a little bit, and then uh, things kind of just dwindled away, and we what, kind of found different Well, part interests. of that too is like, we wanted to go and branch off and do different style of music, and like, yeah. basically reform the band, but that, Pressure on top of like COVID literally happening like right after. Yeah, that's a very hard yeah. setback for us. Yeah, and then we became just a mess. Yeah, we ended in 2019 and we were like, we wanted to do like another project and then just the world went to shit right. basically. So it was like that, that, um, that changed a lot. But I think honestly, specifically with Detour North ending, my take at least is it felt like. I felt like we had said everything we needed to say with the band, yeah. and it was like, we kind of just, we were thinking about like, okay, theoretically, if we were to do like another record, where would we go from here? And there wasn't like a clear direction, we just kind of felt like, man, we left left it all on the field, like we said everything we had to say, yeah. and it just felt like the natural stopping point, 
Yeah. Um, sure. and, and moving on further with it, just I didn't want to feel like you we were forcing it, you know. Right. And so it just felt it just felt like a natural close, and it was it was cool to have like an actual ending and like closure to it that uh, was cool. So, yeah, and we had like um like around that time like with its history, its poetry, like I don't know. I feel like that was. We all had a lot to say, and I think we said it then, but it was like, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves, mm-hmm. and, um, I don't know. I was burnt out. Yeah, yeah, yeah honestly, yeah. We spent, what, yeah. two years making that record? Yeah. yeah. That's kind of, like, what led us to it, is it took us so long years, to get from point A to point B, where we're like, yeah, we're having this much trouble with trying to fit, make it look a certain way, make it sound a certain way. Like, we were trying to stay you know, create like a whole vibe of the record and like make it cohesive. Yeah. It's kind of hard to do. Yeah. And that's like, I like that. Just like our creative process at the time definitely took a toll on all of us. I remember like times where it would be like four in the morning and I would like text Emmanuel like freaking out about like some small detail like on the record and he would be up too and he'd be like, dude, like, yeah, I'm thinking about the same thing. Yeah. And it's so funny because in hindsight now I'm like half of those decisions were inconsequential. Like we were, we just, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and I think, yeah, we just all, we needed a break. We just needed to take a step back. Yeah. And I think like, you know, our creative process kind of being like tough on us with that record kind of like set a tone where like I think if we did anything else we would have just ended up in the same place and just burnt out so like we just needed a mental health break and I think like that we just kind of like the band was tough on us and we kind of wanted just a fresh start and like I mean I think we found that too I mean like individually like we all oh, just yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, found yeah. a fresh start after the band and a lot just, of us went like our own route creatively like doing our own thing which was really great to have yeah yeah I was gonna ask what have you guys been up to since the band ended like do you still play music I know you definitely yeah so um, actually like our last show was with uh, a group called Mass Attack it was uh, John and George and unfortunately John passed away but he still played the last show like he didn't want to do music anymore but he played the last show because we're all best friends with him and we all joined him on stage and like sung the songs and so after the fact I didn't have a band he really didn't have a group yeah Um, so we kind of met and we're like well we still want to do music we all kind of like were in his like group at some point you know helping him out so I ended up learning how to like produce beats from Anthony actually Anthony would be like making beats and they'd be so dope. And he showed me how to use like uh, Ableton. So he kind of grandfathered me into like becoming a producer. I owe honestly everything to Anthony. Because if he wouldn't have left all his shit at my house, I wouldn't have, I would not have like been curious to like figure that out. But I'm glad I did. So yeah, I became like a producer and an engineer and then kind of like uh, grandfathered into being like a member basically of Mass Attack. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you literally have a job as an engineer at a studio now. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so, yeah I took it for real. I don't do music really much anymore, not at least publicly, like I still do it a little bit for myself, yeah. but um, funny enough, my favorite part of being in Detour North, as, as much as I love the music aspect of it, was anytime we got to make like music videos and do like, you know, this sort of thing, or like just making content and stuff, and so I started to really gravitate towards that. Um, I shot two of the three music videos that we did, uh, and I was really proud of those, and so I started shooting music, after the band ended, I started shooting music videos for other band and bands, and I got really into like, 
video production and that side of it, um, and started doing like content creation, and now that's what I do for a living, is okay. making content, and I feel like I got here to this place because of starting with this band, so right. that was a cool like natural kind of progression for me. Yeah, that's cool how you like... You wouldn't have guessed that you would end up doing like content creation unless you did exactly, it. and it's it's yeah. it's because of this band. So it's still like in the long run, it's like wow, this was like such a necessary like part of my journey. Right. Yeah. And you're having an anniversary show September second at Beat Kitchen, which is super yes. exciting. Um, that is also featuring Mass Attack and also Bad Planning, and um, so yeah, Mass Attack also played at your farewell show too, yes. right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, he's a homie. I love George. Yeah. He's one of my favorite people. Um, it'll be cool too because you'll be like performing with him. Yeah. So I'll be playing two sets cool that night. Yeah. And <laughs> cool. I'm yeah, and it'll be full band hopefully. Yeah. Which will be really exciting because when Mass Tech is a full band, I don't know if Danny's gonna play drums for us or what the deal is gonna be, or if Anthony's gonna be on bass because literally. <laughs> Detour North was kind of like the backing band for Mass Attack at one point. In a way. Yeah. Like, that was going to be the game plan. We were yeah. practicing, practicing together, and then COVID happened. So, yeah. not only did that kill, like, the Detour North reboot project, but then it kind of killed Mass Attack for, like, a whole year and a half, two years. Right. Found the footing, I'm just excited because, like, I think what was really fun about the Farewell Show, and I hope what we get from the reunion show, is having just, like, a mixed genre lineup. Like, this yeah. Mass Attack is, it's, like, rap, and it's right. hip-hop, and then, obviously, then for us in Bad Planning to have, like, an alternative side. Um, it's just cool. It's just cool. It brings like two different worlds together, and I, I really enjoy. It, it was super successful at our farewell show. You don't see yeah. that much. No, yeah. you don't see it. And, but everybody had such a blast. Um, so I'm just excited to do that again. Yeah, and also like hip hop and rap has always been a big influence for me to know yeah. too. So like honestly, like at face value, it might not make sense, but it yeah. it feels right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what led you to decide to do an anniversary show? Honestly, It'd be fun. It just seemed fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it seemed really fun. Um, it is technically, this year's the five-year anniversary of It's History, It's Poetry, which is our last record. And, um, on, yeah, honestly, we just all were like, how fun would that be to just do that again? And yeah. we're kind of using the five-year anniversary as our excuse to do it. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of just how it came. I think Anthony just texted the group chat one day. It was just like... What would it take for us to make this happen? And then within like an hour, we were all just like planning it. And it was just yeah. like, all right, yeah. here, we, here we go, we're making it happen. I mean, I think it comes with like what Anthony said, like we all kind of needed a mental break right. from it. Because again, we put a lot of pressure and like we took a long break, but it felt like natural to come back and do this. It didn't feel like pressured to come and yeah. do like an interview or a show or do all this. It feels right. like normal. And just, now, yeah. now it feels like we can have fun with it again. You know? I just yeah. want to say, like, shout out to all the fans and like people still supporting this project because yeah, without them, like, still listening to Deep this stuff would not happen. So, uh, just want to say, like, thank you for that because they are a huge help. And that's their part of the reason why we're doing this yep. in general. Absolutely. Because we honestly, thought that they would love it. The response too of like some of the fans that have like retweeted, like when we announced it, or like hit us up on on Instagram and stuff, has been like so positive and so supportive and like. Kind of overwhelming too, because it's like, yeah. wow, I, like it's so cool that people, even five years later, like, are this stoked about right. us playing a show. And um, I'm pretty sure some of our Spotify members have been better. Oh yeah, since oh, after really? we ended the band, yeah. since before, yeah. they've gone up. Which is crazy. Mm. It's, it's just super cool. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. 
Um, so this is just a one-time thing, right? Like, or do you guys plan on doing an anniversary show? Like, I thought about that, like, on the way here. It's like, okay, we're doing an anniversary show for its history, its poetry. It's like, well, what about the other two records? I don't know. I, the first one, I don't know, because I feel like we... I kind of probably already missed that. Only time will tell. Listen, I'm taking this one day at a time. I didn't even know this was going to happen. And you know, like anything anything pertaining to like Detour North, like we don't have the pressure on us for it to be a full-time thing anymore. So I mean like, I don't know, we're all, I mean like we're all best friends still. Like I see these guys more often than like other friends like these, these are yeah. just my friends so I mean like if anything does come it's like I'm no guarantee or anything but yeah. like it's all at our own pace and it's all for fun now and that's like I don't know that feels very freeing yeah so. for sure um so now I want to talk about your time in the band so over the years what has been your favorite venue to play at Ooh, mine has been bottom lounge Bottom Lounge feels weirdly like a home base. That was like yeah. an HQ for us. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I love playing there. Just like yeah. it's really intimate. The like the sound is always really good. And just I don't know. It's, it's like playing like in someone's basement almost. That's how yeah. I feel. I and haven't we play been with there, like the biggest yeah. bands there too. Like yeah. some of our biggest shows, like with like bands that we looked up to, like listening to, yeah. like in seventh, eighth grade, yeah. all through high school, we got to play with like some of those bands. Yeah, there. super cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and um. Like, like I love Bottom Lounge. Um, like playing House of Blues. A few times we play House of Blues. Like they were like awesome shows. At the same time, that's like the one show that like people who like don't like. I don't know. It's cool to say you played House of Blues. Like yeah. people get that that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Like my dad will brag to people. Like my son played at the House of Blues. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and like his friends yeah. are like, whoa. Yeah. Um, really they were cool. big shows yeah. though. To be fair, uh-huh. they were. Yeah. They, honestly, some of our most like I would say like our best performances like yeah. the most successful like that was a crazy show and people had a great time we're at House of Blues yeah and I saw I think I saw on Instagram like wasn't that a competition to see like which band would yes. be Road to Warp Tour it was the oh, Road to Warp Tour yeah. battle that yeah. was literally like that the was biggest our upset of the century yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. our Rocky Balboa show like we yeah. went the distance like we had the best I think I still think that might have been the best we ever played mm-hmm. like killed it that night I'm so I'm still so proud of us just because yeah. We fucking killed it, and like the response from the crowd was amazing. But, like people flooded our merch table afterwards, and we lost. And like that's <laughs> if that's we came not a, in a close second. We though. came in a close second. But if that's, that's not a cool. movie ending, I don't know what it is. Yeah, uh, that sucks that you didn't win, but you know. Yeah. Okay. It's all good. It was still validating. We played an amazing show, so like I'm so yeah. proud of it. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your favorite song that you guys have written? So recently I've been going back and listening to a lot of It's History, It's Poetry. Um, and I gotta say, like, my favorite song that, like, really gives the Detour North sound is uh, the title track, It's History, It's Poetry. Like, that just speaks volumes and, like, what we are, you know, about as a band. And it's just, like, I don't know, very defining for us. That's gotta be my favorite track. Yeah, with, like, what we were trying to do at the time, I feel like that was a song that kind of captured it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it felt lively. And it's honestly my favorite song as well, only because like I don't know, I just love all the leads that I wrote for that song. I love all the harmonies that I put in that song. I think it's like probably the best arranged Detroit North song. It's like the most. It just I don't know. It's 
Which is my favorite Detonal song, honestly. Aside from July. I was gonna say July. July felt like a more edgier version of us, but in all like the right ways possible. Like we weren't like trying yeah. to be hard, but like it was. I don't know. That one is also. Fun. What did you say your favorite was? July. It's history's oh. poetry or oh, yeah. July. I would say because I agree. I think it's history's poetry is probably our best song objectively, but my favorite is July. Um, for the same reason, like I don't know, I feel like there's like a little, there's like a hip hop edge to it too that I Absolutely. think is in the song. Yeah. I think it's the relatability for me because we were going through the same things and, we and you wrote about it. And when I heard it, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, we were both. I can relate to this. Story. We were both yeah. in college and we were both struggling, like not having a good time. Yeah. And I, my approach to that song too was like I, you always hear all these songs, especially in hip hop too, about like, um, just like how how college is awesome. And yeah. it's like the best time of your life and everything. And I was like, I need to write a song for people who are not having a good time exactly, in college. Yeah. Like, I've, I've never heard that song. Um, and that's kind of what the song was about. And then it had like a cool kind of hip hop influence to it. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's just that that one I think means a lot to me yeah. personally. That's really cool. That's a really cool topic to write about because I feel like I've never heard a song that's like about that. Yeah, I, and neither have I. And I was like, yeah. I, you know, there's a lot of. We never really like. We never really got super into like any sort of like social commentary about this stuff. Like usually our, our songs are pretty personal. Um, but that was the first time where I was like, let's just talk about like the American education system and how some people just feel oppressed and like lost in it. Like it's just this very overwhelming and can frankly not be great on your mental health at times. Mm -hmm. And I've never heard a song explore that. So it was cool to, to be able to write that song. For sure. Yeah. So uh, what is your favorite album you've written? It's history, it's poetry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's Easy. objectively. Yeah. I mean, like, so the, like, our first two EPs, like, we were kids. Yeah, yeah. Like, we were learning literally. literally. Yeah, like, how and they sound good. When you started the band. What's that? But how old were you when you started the technically band? Technically 14. Oh, wow. Just 14 when you wrote Quick Yeah, yeah, it? technically yeah. 14. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, like, we were kids, and, like, there was a point, like, when history, when it's history, it's poetry, when we were writing it, we were like, Okay, like this is like what we have been trying to do. Yeah. yeah. And like we had even talked about like trying to do his history as poetry under like a different band name or like yeah. just a, like as a different project just to kind of like like not that we're not proud of anything we did before that, but it was just like a new thing and it was like what we were trying to capture beforehand. Yeah. yeah. But um I mean like it, it's so it's so integral. Like it, it's really like part of like what we were doing beforehand just like kind of like we nailed it this time um so i mean yeah that was like the thing we did that it was like oh like this is like we actually have the like ability to make the music we've been trying to make yeah so. yeah I, I agree it felt like it felt like our first two records were like our attempts at it exactly and, like, yeah. we tried to get that sound and like fell short in some ways not that they're they aren't good records there's there's a lot of songs on there that i still love and i'm like yeah. There's some I listen to and I'm like, damn, we wrote that when I was 17? Like, that's nuts. Mm. Um, but It's History, It's Poetry feels like when we finally nailed it. Like, we finally got the sound we wanted. So, yeah. definitely that one. So, have there been any, like, weird or funny things that have happened to you when you were on tour? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got oh, stories I'm for sure. days on this. Man. Uh, like, there's something one, always is happening. <laughs> always. Yeah. The first thing that comes to mind, and it's not a fun story, <laughs> um... 
this is a little bit odd. <laughs> we were in Philly, like we played a show at a, like a bar, and the next morning we woke up and found out that somebody was killed like down the block from what? us that night. Yeah, that was a sketchy neighborhood. That night? Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. yeah. Like while that's we were scary. there, yeah. so that was scary. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not a fun Please. one. That's, I'm yeah, sorry. That, 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 that. Yeah, yeah, but that's like the first one I ever that ever comes to mind. Yeah. Um, I remember when we, we had to drive through Rochester, New York in a blizzard, a snowstorm. And like Anthony was driving, I was his co-pilot. I think you motherfuckers were sleeping in the back. Like you're just like not Yeah, even. I definitely went to sleep because like my anxiety was so high. Like yeah. I was watching them yeah. drive and I was like, uh-uh, we're gonna fucking die. I'd rather be asleep <laughs> and die. So I went to sleep. See anything out of the front windshield. Oh, no, there scary. were semis just like zooming past us. The van would shake. There were, were semis on, on the side of the road. Yeah. And I just remember the entire time thinking, genuinely, like this could be how we go. This could, this could be. And there was a moment where you started sliding on the ice too. Like yeah. it was bad, and yeah. you saved it. We we got we got there safe, obviously. But that there was were there like, were like multiple times where I was like, oh, we're going off the road. Yeah. Okay. And then we got stuck in like a really bad torrential downpour. I think we were going from like Ohio to Kentucky. And Roman and I, we switched because he was exhausted. And literally we were like hydroplaning like the whole way there. Because <laughs> you couldn't see either because the rain was so heavy. And I was driving and I thought, oh, this is it. You know, <laughs> this is we're going to go me. and it's way too soon. The amount of times <laughs> on tour where I thought, this could be it. It's pretty staggering. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's really cool. Like we didn't do like a ton of touring, but like it really does put in perspective like bands that are like career like touring yeah. bands. Like it's like, actually like yeah, it's yeah, actually like a your life dangerous on the line thing. Out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's I honestly, there's a lot of. It's pretty yeah. rough. There was also the time that we had to share a bed in uh, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and I definitely oh my God. woke I up with him just like cuddling with yeah. me. And I was like, yeah. and I was like, him. Got him not your girlfriend tonight. <laughs> Some of the funnest uh, <laughs> stories, though, come what stays, from... What happens on tour yeah. stays on tour. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I'm not complaining about it. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, we'd play shows, uh, especially, like, um, you know, some of those shorter tour runs, and we would just, like, go out afterwards and just, I don't know, have the best times. Like, oh, you know, my parties and everything. Bloomington was fun. Yeah. Bloomington was fun, but when we were in Eau Claire, I don't know why we thought it was Chicago. We were all walking around with beer. Oh, man. And, um, you know, we were looking out for cops, but Danny's just chugging a Miller White, and Danny actually got a ticket. Like, what was it, like $280? That's crazy. I got I all almost got out Snapchat. of Snapchat. That yeah. shit was hilarious. It was bad. In a, co- in a college town. It's like, why would they care yeah. in a college town? Yeah. yeah. Also, like, yeah, I remember we played a show and we went out that night, and, like, just throughout the night, we were like, where is Kem? And then, like, every once in a while, we just see him, and he would just be dancing by himself, by just himself. surrounded by a oh, circle yeah. of people. Yeah, yeah, people would be in a circle around him, and he's just, <laughs> just feeling himself. It's great. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, so what is your favorite memory of being in the band? Oh, man. Favorite I can tell you my worst memory. <laughs> sure. Got plenty of those. Go for it, go for it. My worst memory, honestly, oh, Lord. was when we played House of Blues for the Warp Tour thing. Oh, yes. I know this. It's interesting because I was I, almost going to say this as my favorite memory. <laughs> oh, great. I'm glad that was a fucking great time. <laughs> so, anyway, so I had breakfast that morning. It was that fucking butter. butter. That bad butter. <laughs> spread that shit on my toes. Bad and butter. literally the whole rest of the day, I was like projectile vomiting oh, no. and also out of the back end as well. <laughs> um, 
So it was. I don't know if that was our. <laughs> <laughs> that was this Jordan uh, show. Yeah. yeah I, was that our first time? No, that wasn't our first that time playing House of Blues. Second time. Second time. But, but I was upset time. because it was for Warp Tour. It, we had a bunch of cool bands. Like everyone's having a great time, and I was on the couch, barreled over, or in the bathroom the whole time. And yeah. then when we went on stage, it was like I got relief. The adrenaline was going, and I played like probably the best set of my life. And then after I went back to projectile vomiting, but that's probably the worst slash best because that was the best performance I ever did. Yeah. Period. Well, I'm glad you didn't projectile vomit as you were playing. No, it would have been kind of sick. It would have been sick. And that photo that Caitlin took was the best photo I've ever taken on stage. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was funny. I was kind of gonna say that as my favorite memory because I was like, nobody knows. Like that was the best show we ever played, and nobody knows you were dying. You were so sick. But uh. Uh, since you took that one, I'll say my other favorite memory um, was probably when we played in Eau Claire, because we played at just like, was it like a frat house or a sorority It was a sorority house. Like, I don't know what it well, was. No, it wasn't a sorority house. Or it was just a big college house. It, w- I don't it know. was actually like this big like uh, multi-complex where like a bunch of girls lived. It wasn't a sorority though. I don't know what it was, but or was it? It was a big. House. We have to ask Roman on that one. It was a party house. <laughs> it was a party house for sure. It was party, a party house. house in a college town, but like. That was one night where like there were so many people there and there's just like all these college kids just looking for something to do and they all ended up at this house in a basement and it was like you would think it'd be like a shitty little rinky dink show in a basement, but it just ended up the energy was so cool, the people were so cool, we played a great set. It was like American Pie. Yeah, yeah it, it felt like American Pie in real it was like the closest I ever got to feeling like real life like American Pie like yeah. it was the only good college experience we ever had. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. Even you know, that's why it was fun. I think that <laughs> was why it was fun for me, because I had such yeah. a bad time in college that yeah. felt like I got a good college experience. Yeah. So that was cool. That's good. Yeah, and it was cool because like at the start of that night, I think maybe like Five, six people there actually knew of our band. Yeah. By the end of it. Yeah, like everybody was cool and like really receptive, and it was a fun time. Like everybody was engaged, and like we, like even like, yeah, like we play our music, and it was just like, we still had fun. Yeah. Really cool. That's cool. So, what do you think was your biggest accomplishment as a band? Good question. Probably like record offer or like a deal offer was pretty exciting at the time. I think something that stands out to me is when we started to get more shows and playing a lot more like in the city and like other bands reaching out to us and like wanting to play with us, that was like a really feel good like moment and it made us feel like we were finally, you know, belonging into yeah. the scene and you know, having that it was just like huge I don't know that really stood out for me because I had been playing a lot longer than like our, with some of these guys like I've been like, together with for a while but starting out like in grade school playing and just always wanting to make it in a band and yeah. when that finally started to come around and there was like bigger shows it was like wow this is crazy this is real you know yeah, yeah. and like we um like we're from Indiana like yeah. we like we played you know we were in the pop punk scene and like not to throw any shade but a lot of these other bands come from like a lot of money yeah. and like we don't have that like we didn't come from that yeah. um, and like there was a, there was a long time a very long time in like our history as a band where like 
we didn't feel like accepted by the Chicago like suburb scene because we're like not part of that. Not part of like the upper middle class suburbs. Like that's not where we yeah. came from. Exactly. And um, like we also, I mean, not only that, but we're like we're from another state entirely. Like yeah. we'd have to drive, like you know, the shows and everything. Um, but like we put in a lot of work. Like towards the beginning of like the band, like. We would be at any local show we could get to, like flyering, like handing out flyers, like trying to just make friends. And like, there's a long period of time where we didn't feel like we could be part of that. Yeah. Um, but like, we all worked really hard and we're all talented. And after a while, like a lot of these bands just found, kind of felt like they were like, all right, well, we can't ignore you anymore. Yeah. And it was like, look, we can work to get to that point. Like, yeah. we can't that ignore That was definitely the most validating thing where it's like people who didn't like us in other bands, it's like you had no choice. Yeah. Because our fan base was so strong compared to a lot of the other local bands that you couldn't well, just well, we say, like, oh, well, fuck Diesel. I think that's what it was too for me. I think my the part of that that I love is like, because yeah, I, there were a lot of times where I felt like an outsider in the scene. Like I just felt like we didn't belong or like I definitely had like felt, you know, like outsider vibes. But um, we had such a core following. Like again, I just want to like say again, like the people that, especially the people who've been reaching out to us recently and are like so excited about us coming back, like they were such like hardcore fans come to every show buy merch like wear their shirts every single time and like they came for us with their front front row front and center singing singing everything and like we had a, such a cool like just core following that was always super supportive and just even knowing that we built that and just had like this handful of people that uh that just like loved what we were doing so much that was a huge accomplishment for me it was just like wow like we reached we reached somebody and that was really cool yeah and there's like people like we've met through the band where they like we were one of their first like local shows we were one of their first like shows they came to and they ended up becoming like and making a lot of friends through the scene and everything like that honestly is one of the most like satisfying thing ever. Yeah, it's yeah, one of the things I'm most proud of. Definitely. It's also been crazy too when we would play shows and people would start asking us to sign things and yeah. that was always just that was cool. Mind blowing experience for yeah. me. Like I'm, I'm just, just a dude. Just, just <laughs> yeah. We're just a awesome. band, you know, local band. But, yeah. yeah. So um, who was your favorite band to play a show with? Hmm. Hmm. Seven minutes in heaven is always fun. R.I.P.s. I know. R.I.P.s. They were just, they were just literally the awesome boys. People. Just really, yeah. really cool people. They were, they were, um, I mean, they're not a band anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. But they were some of the first people to recognize us and, like, the hard work we were putting in. And they were the, kind of the first people to, like, almost take us under their wing a little bit. Yeah. Give us a shot. They put us on a show. Yeah. Which, like, my, one of my favorite bands to play with was Long Gone. Long Gone and Arvia. Yeah, but like um, some of our best friends we made along the way. And then like, ironically, like now Alex from Seven Minutes in Heaven is no, working right, yeah. with Long Gone. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a cool thing. We're like... Full circle. Yeah, yeah. And some of the coolest people. So. It was always like a family thing playing like yeah. with like Long Gone. And so yeah. Yeah. So what song are you most looking forward to playing at your anniversary show? Autumn Bloom. 
Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Because I have some ideas. Well, not that I necessarily have ideas for it, but I think that um, the way that we play it this time, the way that I have it in my head is going to be very different than how we played it before. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to present it to these guys at practice and we'll see like if they're down with it. But. I know. I love that song a lot. Yeah. yeah, that will be fun. I think. I think some of the more. Yeah, I think some of the more like intimate songs, like the slower acoustic stuff, is going to be really fun. Because I, I just think, I know that there's a, there's a significant portion of our fan base that like that's some of their favorite stuff. Like I know people who yeah. like postcards or like you look like hell is their favorite song, and those are like more stripped down intimate songs. So yeah. to kind of have a moment where it's like, yo, you, we haven't done this in a really long time, and now we get to kind of have more of an intimate moment where it's not just the loud noise. I think that's going to be really special. Yeah, mm. definitely. Uh, probably July. Just that's yeah. always a fun song to play live. Um, that or Blackmail. I love the high energy like tracks that we play. Um, but like they had said, the slower stuff is always you know the loudest because it seems like our fans really enjoy like the slower songs. So hearing yeah. that you know sung back from the, the crowd is always really they'll fun. be screaming some yeah. of those songs. Yeah. It's yeah. like really some pretty cool. special yeah. moment. Makes you feel yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Well, be sure to go see Detour North at their anniversary show at Bee Kitchen on September 2nd. And is there anything else you'd like to plug or mention before we go, like social media or anything like um, that? I don't think Danny's had a chance to talk about like what he's been up to since oh, yeah. the end of Detour North. Oh, yeah. Danny's actually accomplished quite a bit. Yeah, Yeah. so um, outside of Detour North, I went ahead and uh, decided to delve more into photography, um, especially skateboarding photography. Yeah. Um, and it's been going really, really well. Um, That's cool. I put out a magazine uh, with another friend of ours, and it got so much great feedback. And you know, getting to do something completely different outside of music, like creatively, is just a really good feeling. Um, and I continue to do that. I mean, and that even shirt if, you did, huh? And that shirt you did with that company from Canada, right? Oh yeah. And then I had like a like a shirt deal. I had like a photo of mine get printed on a company called Fayo out of Canada. Um, yeah, it was really cool. So outside of like music, I mean, just trying to stay creative. Photography has been that outlet for me. Yeah. Um, so I will continue to do it even if the band were to continue on making music. I think that will always now be a part of it. So yeah, yeah it's been great. I love to skateboard, so that's really cool. That yeah, no. Yeah, it's been a really good time. So yeah. Concrete Club, look it up. Concrete, Concrete Club, Club, yeah. And last question, was your pizza good? Yeah. Pizza was great. <laughs> it was thin crust too, which is the best. Yeah. I haven't even started eating my pizza. I was like, you have asking one whole slice of it. I know. It's okay. Ken burned himself on his pizza. Yeah. So he's got yeah. one degree burn. <laughs> one degree. <laughs> one degree. It's first degree. Yeah. First degree, right. I know. Well, thank you so much, guys, for taking thank the time you. to do this thank interview. You. I really thank appreciate you. it. It's been fun. Thank you. All right. See you guys. It's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello. It's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza.